Hello and welcome to a special edition of the IAA Mobility Visionary Club. Today we are talking about what startups and corporates can learn from each other. And to do that, we've brought together a startup and a corporate. Let me introduce you to our two guests, or better yet, I'll let you guys introduce yourselves. Nico, you go first. Thanks, yes. Thanks for having me, Sarah. My name is Nico. I'm from Vathos, and we build software for industrial robots. All right, very cool. Robots are always a good thing. And you're representing the startup position. To my right, Michael, you're representing the corporate position. Tell us about yourself. Yes, I'm Michael. I'm uh, head of open innovation at Schaeffler. Um, we are an automotive and industrial supplier. All right, very cool. To keep things Quartz and knackig, as the Germans like to say, short and sweet. We're going to put 30 seconds on the clock, and I'm going to cut you off after 30 seconds. And I do mean I am going to cut you off. There will be a loud, unpleasant noise. So short answers, guys. Are you ready? Who's You're going ready. first? Definitely. Thank you. Who's I going? You're going yeah, first? All right, definitely. Michael. Love the enthusiasm. Okay. <laughs> if you could solve one challenge of working with startups immediately, what would it be and why? Uh, I think that would be getting rid of this open, uh, of this not invented here syndrome. Um, in the management consulting world, external voices are often trusted more than the internal opinions, but in R&D it's the opposite. Internal solutions are trusted more, and uh, this needs to change. I think we need to have more faith into startup technologies because they offer great um, potential for oh. innovation. All right, we'll end on innovation. Very good. You <laughs> almost made it in under 30 seconds. Almost. Good. It's hard to go first. Yeah. Okay, same question to you, Nico. If you could tr solve one challenge of working with corporates immediately, what would it be? So one challenge is always time. So we have to move very quickly. And um, if I had a wish, I would always, in a context working with the corporate, it's to reduce the time, for example, of the decision-making. And also, of course, for many processes. But so be faster. Exactly. Okay. Nico was saying be faster. What's your wish from startups and where do you see room for the improvement in the collaboration process, Michael? I think, um, especially for young startups, it would be really nice if they had some experience in working together with corporates. Um, and that's why I'm always suggesting to get hold of an experienced corporate mentor um, that introduces them to internal processes, to uh, how how to approach strategic partnerships and um, projects with corporates. Okay, so look for a mentor who knows what they're doing, who yes. can kind of help guide you. To what extent do startups need to adopt in order to successfully collaborate with more established companies? I'm asking you to sort of look inward, but also at your fellow startups. What work needs to happen there? So, well, I think um, the startups need to have a clear plan how to work on a specific uh, problem together with the corporates. So don't think that the corporates comes over to you and make everything for you. So you have to um, need to have a clear plan and a clear strategy and communicate it. Clear plan, clear strategy, sounds good. How can corporates adapt to the new world that we're in? Um, I think it's uh, important for them to adapt this open innovation approach. Um, that's what we're doing. We're working together with many universities, many startups. And um, that, that really helps us to get into new technology topics and um, get innovations into the market faster. Wow, you guys are good. We have not had to use that alarm once. Short and sweet. I love it. Now you can relax. You've run the gauntlet. We can have an open discussion here. We'll turn the clock off for a minute. Let's talk about technology startups, something that you brought up. How challenging is it for technology startups in this environment in Germany right now? 
I think it's it's not more difficult in Germany than in other parts of the world, to be honest. Um, we have increasing number of startup incubators. We have uh, increasing number of um, angel investors and, and uh, investment funds. So I think the environment for startups is getting better in Germany right now. Okay, so the environment is getting better. That's the corporate view. Do you agree? Is the environment getting better? Somehow I agree. So, of course, we have a very good um, yes, startup environment, many accelerators, digital hubs, and also in the society there's a, a good attitude towards startups. So everybody knows famous TV shows like uh, where the, the guys pitches and so on. But uh, compared, for example, to the US, it's definitely a bit um, different. So um, there you get money for a good idea, but we have to really prove our, um, our business model and also our product. So yes, it's getting better, but we have still some obstacles to, to build up really quickly a startup. But I guess these entry barriers are not that bad, isn't it? I mean, if, if um, money would, would be thrown after each and every idea, um, many startups would pursue um, ideas that, that might not work anyhow. And I've, I've got the impression that ideas are checked very well here in Germany um, before somebody is invested. And uh, if the idea is good, then you also get the money. Um, so that, that probably selects the, the good from the well, maybe not so good startups quite early on. So I think it's, it's not a particularly bad situation. Do you agree or is our German startups just at a disadvantage because the money is less and it's less willing to be quick when you need it most somehow i agree because it's so the money is spent very efficiently if it's in a working business model and you have um, definitely uh, some some prototyping or some uh, things or product which is really working but for example especially in the deep technology you need somehow a large sort of big time frame until you uh, can prove your benefit of your product mm -hmm. so and this is therefore you need somehow big amount of money and um, for in other countries it's definitely for the deep technology you can raise money much more easily from my point of view. Mm. We're headed into what looks like an economic downturn. Is having to have that proof of concept that so many German VCs want to see in some ways an advantage to say hey it is good to kick the tires before you throw a bunch of money at it. Is that perhaps a benefit? Definitely yeah um, it gives you a lot of credibility if you have a proof of concept with a big corporate. Um, and if that was successful, you, you might even get multiple sources of funding. The corporate might decide to invest as well. Um, so I can strongly recommend to every startup um, to approach corporates and to get this proof of concept done. Yes, definitely. So working with a big uh, corporate always gives you really the assurance that, you, that your product is working. So you have the proof of concept and the proof of your product, the product market fit, and this is the guarantee that you get also some money at the market. Okay. Definitely. I think we've talked too much. We need to reduce our answers now to 30 seconds. We're going into another lightning round. Quick answers, quick questions. Are you guys up for it? Yes. All yeah. right, here we go. Who's going first? Who went first last time? It's now my turn. Your turn to go first. All right, Nico. How do you successfully establish a collaboration with large international corporations? Where do you start? Good question. So um, how to get in contact with BMW, Scheffler and so on. So I would recommend always to um, yeah, start with an accelerator or an innovation hub because they have the linkage to the different corporates and um, by that they, they come over to with a specific problem and you can solve or help them to solve this problem and by that uh, it's much more easier to just uh, instead of just picking up the phone or writing an email. So, 
Okay, you brought it to the wire, to the wire, 30 seconds. How important is partnering with startups for corporates? Is it something you could just actually do without? You don't need it. Uh, not anymore. Um, you used to in the past, um, but the, the benefit of working together with startups is uh, that they are absolutely fearless, well, most of them anyway. Um, and and the corporates are really risk-averse, and uh, you have to bring these both fused together uh, to enable these groundbreaking innovations. All right, well, un under 30 seconds. Maybe you practiced that answer? I've made I've... that mistake once. Uh, <laughs> the first question, so I learned from it. <laughs> Learning from your mistakes. That is great advice for startups and corporates exactly. alike. I can beat it. All right, you can beat I love the spirit of competition we've got going here, guys. Where in the industry do you see your company in the next decade? So, um, of course, I wish that in the next decade, uh, a big proportion of industrial robots will use our computer vision interface. Um, and when we see back, so maybe uh, we helped, um, especially our automotive industry, for instance, um, yes, to conquer their competitive advantage. That would be good. All right, that sounds that sounds good. Michael, what about you? Scheffler's been around for a long time. Will you still be here in 10 years and what will you be doing? Well, I hope we're still around in 10 years. Um, we made the transition from a parts supplier to systems provider in the past 10 years. And I think the next big push in the next 10 years is to become sustainable um, and to offer CO2 neutral products. And um, that's why we're focusing a lot of our development efforts towards renewable energy, um, energy storage and hydrogen technology. Oh, that's exciting. The future is sustainable. Give me an outline for an ideal collaboration between startups and established corporations. In 30 seconds, no pressure. It's <laughs> definitely um, difficult. So um, I think the most important thing is that um, corporates and startups work in a team together on a, on a real problem, so no academic exercises, a real problem which is beneficial and that you can turn into money and also a problem which you can scale. This is somehow the most important thing. Okay, and same question to you. How would you draft the ideal collaboration structure between startups and corporates? Yeah, I don't think there is the ideal collaboration model. Um, we adopted this venture client approach um, and focus on, on proof of concepts to begin the collaboration. And then we decide on a case-by-case -case basis on how to progress, um, whether it's a customer supplier relationship uh, or a development partnership, minority investment or whatever. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really a case-by-case -case decision in each case. So there is no one perfect model? Uh, no, there, there is no one-fits-all model, no. Okay, fair enough. Guys, you've been such great sports sticking to the 30-second limit. I have barely had to cut you off at all. Well done. We can relax a little bit and maybe for the last question, just dig in a little bit deeper. And I want to ask you guys, what role do startups play in pushing these innovative topics forward? What, what's their role? Let's start with the startup perspective. So. From my point of view, so many of the founders, for example, come from the academic um, area. So, and from my point of view, they're dealing all the time with this research and now they have the road to use this research, build a product around and push it into the market. So hence, from my point of view, startups are very crucial to us to establish new products, new innovation in the market and bring them into the market. New products, new innovation. How do you see it? Yeah, I think uh, it's, it's important for startups to realize these crazy ideas that they have 
Um, and, and to make the mistakes that corporates don't have to make them themselves. Um, because as I said before, uh, startups have this uh, fail often, fail fast approach. Um, and, and corporates can't adopt that. It's, it's not possible within these structures. That's what we need the startups for. And, and that's also why we finance startups um, to do that for us. Um, so for, for me, it's, it's absolutely crucial to, for startups um, to, to generate ideas and to prepare disruptive uh, innovations and uh, for corporates to follow that up um, by uh, cooperating with startups at a later stage. How do you envision the importance of startups growing in the field of innovation? Where are we headed? Well, I think um, it's, it, startups are very important for this field. So from, from my point of view, um, they bring this innovation, they build these products, bring it into the market. That's somehow the most important thing. So, and um, in addition, as Michael said, it's very important. They can think out of the box and they can do it in an agile way, fail fast. That's exactly the same thing. So we are not a corporate. We do not have to stick to certain pro procedures and so on. So we are more free to think out of the box. And this is the key driver for innovation. Think outside of the box fail fast. Do you see the importance of startups growing in the field of innovation? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, startups need to grow <laughs> in order to become a viable business. Um, most of them lose money at the beginning and uh, the uh, founders can hardly live from <laughs> the, the money that they make. So um, growth is absolutely important in the early stages. Um, but uh, I think corporates need to help startups to grow. Um, it's, it's very hard for startups to grow by themselves, especially in the automotive industry. Um, so that's why we are actively um, participating in the startup ecosystem um, to, to help them and, and to realize um, the next big innovations because that's um, to sec secure the, the Germany as, as an industrial nation, really. Mm. There's a lot at stake. It's also why we're having this conversation yeah, yeah. to bring startups and corporates together and talk about what you can each learn from each other, how you can better collaborate and ultimately push innovation forward. Michael, Nico, thank you both for being here today. And thank you for being such good sports with the quick answers. Well, thank you. Thank you, Sarah. It was a pleasure <laughs> to have you. If you enjoyed this episode of the IAA Mobility Visionary Club, check out our other chats. We're talking to industry experts, tech leaders and key stakeholders about what's next in the field of mobility. I'll see you next time.